I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sarah. So uh, mm-hmm. before we started recording, Sarah alerted me that she has consumed half a beer. <laughs> it's an entire half of a gluten-free beer. So we need to... It's crazy over here. We have to get this show on the road before <laughs> she finishes the other half and things get I mean, crazy. The point was, was that I haven't eaten dinner yet. And if I consume the entire beer before, <laughs> then yes, that I may, I already lose the ability to speak with frequency on the podcast. So I feel like adding alcohol to the equation, even in small quantities is probably not a smart idea. I, I do think at some point in time, we should do a drunken podcast, um, mm. just just for the heck of it. I think that'd be pretty Sir, fun. Uh, maybe we need to do it after, like maybe after one of your exams or something like that. Ooh. Like when you're like you're ready to Ooh. cut loose and part, and crazy. celebrate. Remember, remember how last year we did some celebrational episodes? We can like celebrate your, you know, your great exam. Whatever. Oh, for sure, for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or okay. Yeah, we'll 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 come up with something good. Okay. Something worthy. Okay, and I'm on it. if it gets a little crazy, we don't have to release it to the world. It can be deleted. That's the beauty of these things. <laughs> delete. Delete. <laughs> Look, I mean, the way our podcast goes, like, if we haven't deleted anything so far, we're not going to start deleting now. That That's a really good point. Although there are mm. times where I cringe and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I would... If the editors could just eliminate it from mm. the record. We have yeah. occasionally, <laughs> occasionally Foot edited something. Solidly in mouth. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay. I understand you have a, a Zwift story for oh, us. Oh, yeah. This so this, this goes under the category of foot and mouth, potentially. But uh, excellent. I, excellent. Not for me. Not for me. I, not I, for you. Someone else had their foot in their mouth. Well... So I would like some feedback on this because okay. let me just tell you the story. So okay. not long ago, I'm on Zwift and I see this for people who aren't familiar with the platform, you know, there's this uh, like message function and just general messages can just go out into the universe. You can also direct message people, but this general okay. message pops up on my screen that basically is like Sarah True. I hope you enjoyed that green jersey. So you get green jerseys for sprint lines. Um, and I just got okay. one. I don't know. I, I hope you enjoyed mm-hmm. it because I'm coming for you. Um, mm-hmm. From this total stranger. No idea who this person is. Mm-hmm. And then like five minutes later, they follow up with like this, I see you. I'm coming for you and I'm going to go like <laughs> blow by you kind of message. And they like, like being stalked on totally. <laughs> and they rode by me and it just, uh-huh. I just ignored the whole thing, but it was, uh-huh. it made me kind of upset. I'm like, I don't know you. 
why are you being right. weird? I think you think mm-hmm. this is funny, but like a one-sided rivalry is, is I don't know. Mm. Like, the, mm. but, I see what you're saying. Like a little again, bit of like read the room person. Yeah. But then again, I, I step back and I'm like, listen, if that, if that person, if it motivated them to go a little harder at the sprint line, whatever, but it just mm-hmm. felt very personal. <laughs> like, and I felt very targeted by some anonymous person. <laughs> I can see why. Okay, so first of all, like we have a situation where they know who you are and you do not know who they they are. Yeah, I, and they're like I know hiding you. behind a computer. Totally. Yeah. Um, and at any point, so I have some follow up questions before I weigh in. <laughs> okay. okay. Do you at any point did you give them any? Like, did you respond to their banter in any way? No. Like, did you kind of go, I want to see you try, sucker, or anything like that? You just Not at silent. all. Because the first message, mm-hmm. I'm like, that is weird. I am just going to ignore it. Because right. what's the point? <laughs> mm. Okay. I Can I just say, as someone, I'm someone who, like, I love, like, a little bit of banter, like a CrossFit. I might, like, bug someone or. With help, somebody like, you know. In, Somebody that I know. Yes. Yes. This is a key. I'm taking that into account as I'm weighing in. But I do love good banter. And then sometimes, but like sometimes I'm testing out someone to see if they can handle the banter. Like some people just can't handle being insulted randomly. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, so I like, you know, I'll like test people out and see what kind of level they can handle. But like if they don't respond, that's why I'm asking you about the response because like that is key. Like, so someone, like they're out there, they're like, oh, hey, like I'm in a race with Sarah True, right? I can see that. I can see their thinking. One sided like, race. I'll just start a little. <laughs> as a, once, a race that they've decided that they're in a race with you. Yeah. And I can see that, okay, so at least they're giving you the banter. They're letting you know that what's going on in their mind. Because I'm telling you right now, like, there are other people on Zwift who see you riding and are like, ooh, I'm riding with Sarah True right now. Like, that person is not the only person who's thought that before, right? So they're just, like, openly, you know, acknowledging that or whatever. But there's Mm -hmm. riding with me and then, like, putting a target on my back and making me feel really weird. And it's the follow-up comments. So a hundred percent when I did not, when I ignored the first one, that should have been a message. Mm-hmm. Most honestly, most of the time, I, I, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like, you know, I get messaged all the time, but sometimes you do get messages and mm-hmm. because generally I just have it running in the backgrounds. Um, like I'll, I'll miss things a lot. Um, so right. like it's, it's not a personal thing. It's just. But this is one I actually noticed and decided to ignore. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, that's the piece. Like, that's where I'm going to, like, like, I'm going to ultimately weigh in on your side. Okay. Because like, I'm feeling for the other person who's trying for the banter, whatever. But, like, A, they're trying too hard. Yeah. B, <laughs> like, if someone doesn't respond. Like, because I've had my foot in my mouth before. Mm. Where I've been like, oh, I thought that person could, like, handle a subtle insult <laughs> meant with love <laughs> and joy. <laughs> And then got it wrong and been like, oh shit, and you can't backpedal that. Like you can't. <laughs> there's no way out. So like I'm I like I empathize with that. But when there's no response, like just let it go. Yeah. You know? Like like that <sighs> they should know. Like and it's it's also yeah. I anyway, so I'm I'm siding with you. I, I'm sorry that happened. I to know you. well the thing is, like you, I I understand what they were going for. They were trying to be funny or something and it you know 
made them kind of excited to just engage with another rider on the platform. But it it just it felt a little icky to me. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. Tell me this is Zwift generally like super positive? Like is it like the Instagram oh. of cycling platforms or is it more like a Twitter? Like where you're like where people are like I close out. It's it's a real mix. So okay. I find it super entertaining um to read the messages that come up from group rides or races while I'm just out there just, you know, pedaling around. Mm-hmm. And you know, half of it's really positive and the other half is excuses or people being like that person's going too hard or we're supposed to be only doing like three and a half watts per kilo or yada. But the, the, the ones that really crack me or, or just really, um, inappropriate jokes. Sometimes there are a lot of misogynist jokes on there that I I don't like. And then you have the random people who like bring up current events or, you know, (laughs) totally like, Hey, did oh, you man. see this crazy thing that happened on the news? And then somebody else piping in like, this is a cycling platform. Let's not talk about politics. Or like people <laughs> talking about their playlist or, I mean, it's it's just a very interesting space. Yeah. 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 I can see, I can see how like, it's because it is in a way it is social media. It's mm. social. Yeah. Right. I mean, people are like talking to each other and being social virtually, but in another way, like I can see how people are like, we're just here to ride, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, and it's fun that there's other people in the room to ride against, yeah. but like, shut up and put your head down. So like, <laughs> I can totally right. see right. that. I, I am just noodling around. I do not care, you know, <laughs> vegan cyclist one, two, three, that you had a really <laughs> hard session yesterday. <laughs> so your legs are tired. <laughs> Right. You stay out. You generally stay out of the conversation. Oh, that's so funny. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. um, Well, we'll take our first break coming up on the show. The fans let us down. Uh, We have a new segment called Things We Wish We Had Known. We're going to do the nutrition version. Um, We're going to talk about sports bras and the things that made us happy this week. Hey, Sarah, have you seen those new form smart swim goggles? You know, the ones that have the display right on the goggle so you can see like in real time how fast you're going and your heart rate and stuff. Yeah, I have seen them and I'm really interested because they just added a an open water feature, which is terrific because you can go from the pool to open water and still be able to have those same metrics as you swim. Yeah, I mean, knowing how fast you're going in open water in real time is um, totally amazing. So I think it's going to revolutionize swim training. Absolutely. And if they add like a a loon detection device to it, I'm sold. Done. So Sarah, after like 29 ploys to get voicemail in our last voicemails on our last episode, nobody voicemailed us. Too thirsty. Too thirsty, just like that Zwift person. <laughs> we were trying too That's hard. That's what it was. We wanted engagement. We harassed people. <laughs> we lost many a listener. Yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm turning to like insulting banter. Like, <laughs> find people. Go away. We don't need you anyway. We do. And if you feel sorry for us and want to send us a voicemail, we forgive you. 
Yeah. Last, I, I feel like, okay, it was maybe a big ask, but I did want to hear about, like last week we asked to hear about how people felt that like sport mm. had kind of like changed their perspective on something. Yeah. I felt like that was a worthy voicemail ask. But and also you can send us a voicemail about anything you want. Right. Well, and he also mm-hmm. asked for Iraq because that's, mm-hmm. unless people are just not feeling like they rock right now, which makes yeah. me very sad. Yeah. I'm just going to make possible, things up though. about our listeners about why they rock. Okay. <laughs> Next week, <laughs> going to send ourselves a voicemail. I'll do like a disguised voice. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Jen. I rock because I made really good gnocchi for dinner. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jen, for the amazing voicemail. <laughs> you are our favorite listener now. Anyway, okay, so... speaking of gnocchi, look at, listen, look oh. at this transition. Speaking Whoa. of gnocchi. Yes, boom, boom, boom. Okay, <laughs> we wanted to do a, a new segment things we wish we had known um related to triathlon and sport loosely <laughs> um so this week we wanted to start with nutrition so can I ask you first Sarah is there something that you wish you had known or something that you learned like late in your career that you're like oh I wish I'd known it oh my god this is this is such a basic one but my first couple of coaches as a professional I didn't realize, well, they actually didn't like me really fueling uh, during workouts. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. So, oh, like. Were they trying to encourage fat burning? Like, what was the thinking on that? Yeah, just just weight loss, I guess. Leaning down, the constant, yeah. the constant emphasis on leaning down. God. Uh, but. Yeah. You know, ironically, not so ironic because if you know the science, like it actually made it harder to stay lean and it definitely hurt my recovery and it hurt, you know, my understanding of appetite. And just like when I started, when I started fueling more and honestly, like I, unless I'm running, say like more than, I don't know. Uh, like an hour and a half or doing a hard long workout um, riding more than two hours like under two hours wait you know what I'm saying I got I got my timing messed up it's a long day and I didn't even have a beer um, but basically like <laughs> for most sessions I don't take in a lot of calories because I'm I'm pretty right. adapted um, mm-hmm. but over a certain duration like it, it absolutely helps my recovery. It helps me bounce back. Mm-hmm. My sessions are better. Like I can see it in the power. Like when I used to have three hour bike sessions and I was fried afterwards, uh, you know, and I'd only take probably like 200 calories. I didn't, I didn't make that connection until yeah. way later in my career than I would have liked. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, that one has frustrated me a lot with, especially coaching age group athletes like mm. over the years, getting folks to understand, especially someone who's like training before work, training after work and needs to have steady mm. energy during the day to do their work. And like, you need to fuel, like even like for me now, even I sometimes, like I will sometimes eat during a session. That's an hour. Yeah. Um, just because like, not cause I need to for the session, but because I know it's going to help keep my energy steady 
through the rest of the day or I'll just have like a protein shake with me so I can like have a couple sips and make sure but it's it's definitely it's not for the it's not necessarily even now for the fueling and recovery it's because I've seen what it can do for like my energy maintenance you know rather than waiting an hour then having like you know if I work out in the morning and then end up waiting an hour because I go home and I have a shower and then I have some eggs on toast or something. Like, and then I'll feel tired after, even a little bit. I don't want to even feel a little bit tired. Yeah. Right? Like, I want to maintain that energy. That's way more important to me than like, and also like, what is your body? Like, that whole thing about about leaning, trying to lean down and like eating less during and right after sessions. It's like, what do you think your body's doing with that? right when you take it in like like you take it in it goes straight to your muscles and your recovery like right after your session there's no better time to eat (laughs) like oh yeah I mean it's it's it the whole thing's absolutely insane and and I do think Mm -hmm. that there are a lot of athletes um who do over fuel like if you're doing an hour swim you don't need to be taking in gels but like you said you need you need your your baseline energy to be pretty stable so mm-hmm. if you feel like you need gels to get through an hour swim, that tells me you're not eating enough outside of the session. Mm-hmm. So like I had, I had assumed that kind of normal energy levels, it was a, it was a roller coaster. And right. like I've learned like the more stable you are, you know, the better your training is. And that's, that's what you obviously do outside of sessions as well. You know, mm-hmm. fueling, not going home and eating half the fridge because you also have a crash afterwards. It's mm-hmm. it's eating small meals throughout the day and staying on top of things calorically. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And that's and to be clear, like I don't have like a gel in a one hour. <laughs> no, one hour I know, session. I know. Yeah. But I I will take like now like I'll do a CrossFit session that's an hour and I'll take I will like sip a protein drink because I know it's going to help me later. Yeah. Right? No, Just I, with energy. Like it. Totally. Yeah. I I was mm-hmm. I was thinking specifically of. Uh, one friend who recently turned pro and we would do some swim sessions together. Like, because you're not eating enough during the day, you, you need gel. And he would just take in so many calories, the, the just sugars, um, which is like, if you're doing it intentionally to train your gut for, uh, Ironman for racing, totally. But you Mm -hmm. shouldn't need, gels and all these products just to get through training yeah totally I used to you know I used to like carry stuff with me all the time because I'd find like it's cumulative right so like it's actually easy if you're training like 25 30 hours a week it's actually really easy to under eat Mm -hmm. um, because your appetite's not caught up with how much fuel you need Um, and I find it really hard to eat when I'm not hungry so like I would just carry fuel with me like just in case I needed it, you know, and sometimes it would be like so random because you were like, you know, you're on a recovery day and just doing like an easy spin and an easy run or whatever. And then you're suddenly like, you're running and you're like, oh crap, I'm bonking. Like, how did that happen? It's just cause like, you know, and that, that kind of stuff happens. So I used to like always like to be kind of prepared for that just in case, like it doesn't matter if it doesn't make sense. Like bonking on a recovery run does not make sense, but like it's happened to me so and I'm better off to have that gel with me so that I feel better my like I'm getting carbohydrates in my brain and not suffering you know but that's that's exceptional like most I think most athletes aren't getting to that point (laughs) that's a fair fair comment (laughs) but it is something it's like hard you know (laughs) 
one of the things with food sorry i'm like you like you like unleash some kind of ranting in me about this i don't know how like <laughs> you haven't had dinner yet like, that's why and you've had, had half dinner a i'm just hungry yeah <laughs> but like it used to be a really hard one with coaching to get people to like to like to understand this thing like that they need to that, that they need to eat and I had a point about this but I can't remember oh, oh yeah like it's just that focus on like like leaning down right and like that that whole thing just anyway okay well, the, I'm done my I, ranting Sarah well that's that's the part that <laughs> is so counterintuitive for people is that if you consume more calories at the right time mm-hmm. it's easier to stay lean it's easier to mm-hmm. lose weight um, yeah, and absolutely. yeah, just cause of the hormonal response, but we'll leave that up to yeah. Stacy. She can explain it much better. Okay. Now what, okay. what about you? What was, what was your nutritional thing? Mine's like, mine's super basic too. Um, but I was thinking about how, and I think we've talked about this before, how like at the beginning of my career, it's when like sports nutrition was in that big wave of like carbs, carbs, carbs. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was actually told to eat. Like I didn't, I didn't eat. I ate carbs like with my meals, but I didn't eat like a lot of candy. I just wasn't a candy person. I was more like, I was more like a savory treat. Like I would go for the cheesecake, you know, <laughs> like that was, that was my like. Which is still a I mean? dessert. Like, I, it's still, it's a dessert. There's still a lot of sugar in it, but there's also like a lot of fat. Like it's like a yeah. savory kind of, gotcha. I'd like just eat more of, more of my main meal. Like, like I just eat, like eat my meat and potatoes and veg until I was done. Like that was my kind of always my thing and then I was told I was to eat more carbohydrates so I started including more um like just like more sugar or like you started taking candy to the pool like I was told this right um and subsequently like it turns out that like my natural instinct to eat like a lot of protein and like healthy fats and complex carbohydrate if we still use that word um like like vegetables I was like the right thing for me go figure. Um, and that actually like, I'm quite responsive to sugar and quite like, I think without my lifestyle, I'd probably be diabetic, but like over the next like three years, I took like a test, you know, those P tests you can buy over the counter to test if you have diabetes. <laughs> like I took, I did that like six times. Cause I was just like, there's something wrong with me. Like what, like, like I could tell that my metabolism was like whacked. Right. That so like, it was this weird, yeah, like I, it had a pretty serious effect on me, you know? Um, and so that's when, and then like slowly but surely we start to figure out like, no, actually, <laughs> actually we don't need to eat like a shit ton of extra carbs. We just need to eat. Like we do need more carbs to like replenish our glycogen stores than like an average person that's just, you know, or somebody who's just going to work and not exercising all day long. But yeah, anyway, so like I really think it would have affected uh, like helped me yeah it would have helped a lot those first few years to be a bit more like because and then if it like that way like my energy was all over the place too right, right? or I would crash really easily or I'd, bo- I'd start to bonk really easily because I was just constantly in like sugar burning mode yeah um, and I couldn't get my body to pro- to like burn fat um, so I wish I had known that or just like if I just stuck with my regular diet yeah. <laughs> and actually like you said and just added in eating more like during and right after training, that would have been the change. Man, I, anyway, I think about the all the different food trends, you know, during our mm. lifetime. Like growing mm. up and the whole low fat is best thing and just replacing mm-hmm. the fat with sugar and just, you know, 
really processed like the Snackwell's cookies. I don't know if you had those in, in Canada, but like cardboard cookies that tasted terrible. They were just loaded with sugar, but they were low fat. So everybody's like, oh, this is yeah. healthy. And yeah. it, it totally skewed our understanding of what we should have been eating. Yeah. No, totally. I still like sometimes you could still buy it. Like you can buy like a packet of licorice that says like low fat on it as if it's some kind as if that's some kind of like winning reason to eat it. <laughs> like why would why would something that's pure sugar have fat in it? <laughs> my my current favorite thing is the things that clearly don't have gluten in them that says gluten free. Like seltzer. Oh yeah. It's like <laughs> It's seltzer. Why would it, why would you be chucking some well, gluten in there? Gluten in there. All the health reasons, all the health things listed on the side of the package. It's like better idea. Like if it has a package, don't eat it at all. Like just like go to the fruit and veg section. Go to like get some like get some chicken and take it home and cook it. You're good. Like you don't even need something in a package. It's oh, fine. There's That's my nutrition in it. <laughs> funny although salts are like yeah i can't live without carbonated beverages so i do love seltzer i hear you on that mm-hmm. um so sarah we had a we did have one question somebody actually did talk to us on instagram this week thank yes. you listener Bring it. <laughs> let's hope this this is a question that you know we can tease apart milk it for yeah, all it's worth see. Exactly. Just to like reward her for talking to us on Instagram. Um, she was asking because she's having trouble with her sports bra um, and like, like, like sweat related to her sports bra. Like she finds she like it's not like um, wicking properly. Uh, and so I like I actually, you know, Kelly and I talked about this a couple of times, how like proper having proper sports bra. This is this isn't a problem for you and I, but um it's like a reason why, like the most common reason why women don't participate in like sports and physical activity is because of like pain and not having a proper sports bra. Yeah. Right. So this is like a, like the sports, like sports bras is like a serious thing. It's a serious industry. It definitely needs to improve. Right. And I'd never heard this one before about, cause I just like, I don't know about you, but I'm just like, I'm not worried about sweating cause I'm, I'm running. So I'm going to sweat or I'm biking. So I'm going to sweat. Yeah. Well, it's, I think a lot of the ones that you find out there are not that good. So like you go to Target, for example, and buy a sports bra. Mm. You're so much better off paying twice as much because it's going to be more comfortable. It's going to chafe less. Um, I mean, even even for somebody like me, you know, so small breasted woman, like I don't need tons of support, but Mm. I like a nice supportive sports bra because even for me, like it, it includes all the other factors that you're going to get. That it's just, mm. it is that much better. And I, I would definitely say that's a big one. Um, chafing. Do you get chafing? I, yeah. well, so most of my chafing comes from, uh, the strap of my heart rate monitor. Um, yeah. And, and my big solution is just, I tuck it under the bands of my sports bra. Uh, cause otherwise I find I get chafing. But some women who get tons and tons of chafing because their, their heart rate strap, like they have the arm based ones that are, are better than, the, so the wrist based ones, the optical reader isn't that good. Uh, the arm based ones are better. I, I know some women enjoy those because you don't get the, the chafing because the, the sports bra um mm. but my my sports bra knowledge is 
limited. If we have some listeners who are like, this is my jam. I know everything about great sports bras. Again, please, please send us a voicemail. So I'm, I'm curious what you have to say on the matter. Yeah, I'm with you that spending money on a sports bra is worthwhile. Yeah. Um, I used to have trouble, and I know things are changing a, a little bit on this, but, like, remember early sports bras used to have, like, just, like, a tight band right around your rib cage? Mm, yep. Right? And so it's, like, literally, like, compressing the part of your body that you need to breathe, right? And then sometimes not even offering very much support. Yeah. It was almost like, like, there's just, like, an elastic band around your ribs. Like, what, what do I need that for? That's not helpful. Like, I, all of my early sports bras were like that. It used to drive me nuts. Um, but now they're getting better, like, in terms of having just, like, like, a little bit of compression everywhere so that you're, like, you're held together. <laughs> yeah, no, they're, um, they definitely are. Oh, you know what trend I hate now? The past few years... The number of sports bras that have those stupid chicken cutlets in them. You know what I'm talking about? Like the like the pads and you it have already to, has like, pad. <laughs> like you have to go in and dig out the pad from the pad mm-hmm. pocket. But why yeah. on earth like I'm already sweaty. I don't want my breasts <laughs> to get sweatier. Don't I mean what is that supposed to, I don't need extra insulation oh. on my breasts. Like that is the oh. most ridiculous thing ever. Sarah, have I told you, like, my, my, (laughs) I'm with you. Have I told you my bra rant? No. About, like, so, like, I, for most of my 20s, I lived in the UK, right? Um, And then when I came back to Canada and I went to, like, I don't know how, like, whenever whenever I went to buy new bras, like, the entire trend in, like, North America had changed. And, like, a lot of the normal bras, like, what I, my phrase was, like, they already had boobs in them. Right, like so, they were like, like a little. They had like a little, like like a an underwire bra had like a little padding in it. As oh, what, like yeah. most of the bras, like yeah. you, most. It was hard to buy a bra that wasn't that. Like for a normal everyday mm-hmm. bra, not for a sports bra. But I was like, huh? Like, why do all the bras already have boobs in them? Like, what yeah. what is happening? Like, I just want a. I just want to be supported. Like, I don't need that. I don't want that. Like, and even with my clothes, like, I'm like, I didn't want my clothes to look like I liked the way my clothes looked on my body with like my normal bras. I didn't want to like suddenly look like I was like a bra size up because like everything would look different and feel different. And yeah, I just didn't like it. Like it was just very, it felt sudden to me. Um, so I think it's the same. Like, I feel like that trend with the sports bras, having a little bit of padding is kind of like, like forward from that, that like, you know, all bras so started having padding. Because, God damn it, you're working out. Who cares? Who cares? Right. Like, you, yeah, no, 100%. It's, and you don't want to... It's wanna... compressing things anyway. <laughs> why? And why do you want to add something to the part that's bouncing? Like, that doesn't make any yeah. sense at all. It, in terms of, like, just, like, the weight of the bouncing materials. Like, do not add to that. So, you want, like, you don't additional want additional weight makes your breasts wet more. Just yeah. all in all, really yeah. not a good trend. Okay, the only redeeming thing about some of those bras, like actually the bra that I'm wearing right now is literally one that I bought. I love it, but I removed like the padding, the little padding triangle things yeah. from it, like when I bought it. But what I can say is like occasionally there's something like this is a kind of a everyday sports bra that I'm wearing, but like that where you don't want, like if you have like that little thin piece, if you don't want your nipples like if it's cold, if you're running in the cold and you don't want like, boom, here's my nipples. Like there's like just that little 
just like a super thin like I can see that like I actually have one bra that I sort of left like the a thin layer in because occasionally I have a shirt or something and I'm like uh, I don't want like I just know that it's cold and I just want that like I just don't yeah. want to like think about or like men walking by in the trail looking at me which like that does happen right I'm like uh, whatever I just I yeah I guess so that's my only like redeeming humans, quality about the all humans yeah. have nipples you know, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. just get over it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just... Men, women, we all it's, have nipples. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. So like, yeah, 90, I just, I like save one of that, yeah. like that. It, it just every once in, or if I'm going somewhere after and I'm, I don't want to be like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I just like to have one, but it's not like, I know what you're, you're saying. Like, and sometimes, or you buy like, um, like at Lululemon, you know, mm-hmm. I remember buying some sports stuff for, uh for CrossFit at Lulu and they like literally the saleswomen are like asking you how many of the little padding things that you want like you can have like they're like oh and then they're like you know like me and my friends are in there we we're on our way to a CrossFit competition last year and we're all just like small we're all just like lean right in general on 10 towards the leaner side so she's suggesting that we all have like three of these pads in our bras. oh no yeah and I'm like I'm good I'm good. Wow. <laughs> I don't want any of your pads. Anyway, I feel like, I do feel like I would love to live in a world and like somebody could tell me different, could convince me differently, but I'd love to live in a world where like our natural bodies were like, you know, considered beautiful and we felt good about them and we were able to go running in a bra that didn't have extra boobs. <laughs> well, we do live in that world. It's just, we have to, as individuals, create it for ourselves. Yeah, we have to own it. Yeah, give zero Fs. Yeah, absolutely. And look at the mirror and feel good about whatever's there. And if somebody has a problem with your nipples sticking out, that's that's their problem. Sarah, I'm running with my nipples out from now on. (laughs) Let me tell you, you've convinced me. That's it. Okay, well, I hope that our listener who asked about sports bras is... (laughs) is satisfied with our response to this question. Sorry, we kind of digressed. <laughs> We're not an educational podcast, to be clear. <laughs> okay, so after the break, we are going to talk about things that made us happy this week. If We Were Riding is a live feisty media production. Sarah and I are truly and grossly thankful for our sponsors, Noon Hydration, Form Swim, and Orca Sportswear. Join the conversation by following us on all the socials at If We Were Riding on Instagram and Facebook, or send me a voice memo to Sarah with no H at livefeisty.com. Also, leave us a review on iTunes. It really does help. Remember that time we were ranked like number... 206th best sports podcast in the Czech Republic yeah that was thanks to you so leave us a review we can't wait to ride with you next week yeah. all right Sarah this is this is your idea about what made you happy this week okay well I actually yeah I have a story it's actually from today so, so just today, one thing for the, okay all right oh lots of things made me happy this week but I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say this one because I remember it because it was only like two hours ago. <laughs> so um, yeah, so I went. I don't know if it's like I don't know what the difference is between sledding and tobogganing. But I went on a plastic thing down a big icy hill 
very quickly. And it was very fun. And I haven't done that for like, I haven't gone like tobogganing or sledding for like at least, a, oh, I was going to say at least a decade, but it's got to be more than that. It's like 20 years. Mm, it is so, fun. It was so fun. And, so I, and literally, I like I was going to go running. That's the other thing. So I was going to do like my normal thing that I do. It's like my gap in the day to go running. And instead of going running, I was like, we were like, hmm, so let's go tobogganing. That's so great. So, but do you actually have snow awesome. there? Oh, I'm in Calgary right now. Oh. I'm in a snowy place. Okay, yeah. that makes yeah. that I, makes way more sense. That makes mm-hmm, way more sense. Okay. Yeah, we don't well, have like we don't have snow very often in Victoria. I didn't so think so. That's the other factor. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm glad you mm-hmm. you enjoyed something a little different. It was fun, and Sarah. Mm-hmm. That that childhood glee, you know, just going down yeah. a hill quickly. Just zooming down quickly, screaming, squealing way more than I should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, How about you? Oh, geez. Uh, well, today is Wednesday that we're recording, and it's Inauguration Day, and it went off without a coup, oh, and <laughs> we have a woman as vice president, which I think, yes, you know, regardless amazing. of your political affiliation, she is a historic vice president and that's something we all mm-hmm. should be celebrating in this country yeah so yeah that i love her pretty... like I, yeah i like i don't know what it is it's like something about the way like she's kind of like come out like she's she's athletic in mm. her in the way that she moves and the way that she and she's confident the way that she talks like there's mm-hmm. something about her that i'm like yeah this woman like i believe in this woman somehow yeah well yeah. i mean We'll see. We'll see how she handles the position. Time will tell. Time will tell. But at the very least, I think every one of us should be pretty happy that it's about time. It is Mm. about time we've had a woman in the second most important role in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think she could be president? Oh, geez. I am making zero predictions about U.S. politics. Of course. I mean, could she? Of course. Mm-hmm. Could, you know, we have somebody who is totally undeserving of the presidency also <laughs> end up in that position? Yeah. It's, it's possible. A very, mm-hmm. It's a very fickle country. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she certainly has good credentials. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Like, I cannot make any predictions about how this country is going to move forward. But hopefully we see more diversity in politics. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's my thing. Awesome. So thank you for listening to another week of really kind of random banter, somewhat triathlon related. And we look forward to having another hour with you next week, or however long this was. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.